Perfect. Right. Sorry, Jay. I'll hand over to you again. There we go. Yeah. Okay. So I, I just wanted to say uh, thank you, Rob, for your kind and warm introduction. And um, I, I'm sure I know most of the people here tonight having uh, met members of your community um, before. So what I'm going to do tonight in the time that, uh, that we have, I'm not, I'm not going to go through anything formal or, or slides and numbers and figures. And uh, that, you know, if anyone is interested in that, please contact me outside this meeting uh, and I can always send you, send you the details. What I'm going to do tonight is just share with you a very informal story um, of, of how we all began and wh where we're up to. So we're going to do, do the chronology of, of, what, of what happened, uh, as it were, uh, not, not forensically, but, um, you know, looking at some, some milestones and, and what we learned from it uh, and so on. And in the end, please feel free to ask me questions or get in touch with me at some later stage and ask me some more questions. I'm always, I'm always available. But, but before I start, I just wanted to share with you a bit of a, a, bit of a joke, because we're, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter about our titles. We're, we're, all, we're all volunteers in this particular line of work. We're all volunteers. And so, so the joke goes something like this. How many volunteers does it take to change a light bulb? And the answer is, well, first of all, you need a committee and then you need some trustees and then you need to form a, um, an executive committee and then you need to work out what happens. And really, I mean, that, that sums this up. Uh, that sums this up because because it, you start off in this particular line of work simply with a, with a simple idea of, I don't know, perhaps you see an injustice or you see something that needs fixing. And before you know it, before you know it, one thing leads to another. And then you've got a committee and another committee and, and you're there, you're fundraising. And, and you're doing all sorts of things uh, for it. And, and before you know it, you, you, you're organized. But there are some pitfalls and there are successes and there are also some failures. And I'll try and share uh, some of those with you tonight and, uh, and some learnings that, uh, that we had. Um, without further ado, let me just share with you what... what um, what we are about okay so that's the name can everyone see that just give me a, yeah. an acknowledgement yes thank you um so this is what we are about uh, the fancy name is jcfg stands for jc foundation trust and it says that we give a social voice when it comes to ethics justice disability anti-semitism and racism you've got lots of people together meaning uh, meaning that we cater for communities and uh, if you were there looking uh, a little bit further into what we do you will find that our our particular uh, our particular uh, organization uh, does a little bit more than that we we provide uh, community cohesion i.e. harmony between people and communities, regardless of their ethnicity. 
we also provide uh, um, we also provide uh, people access to services, um, whether it's health and health services, and I'll come back to that, or whether it's employment and so on and so forth. And this brings me on to the to the reason to to uh, to, to the reason that that we were created in the first place. And uh, three, four years ago, we were sitting down and we were thinking, okay, well, you know, if you need anything doing, whether it's, it's help, helping people with, wel with welfare or helping people with getting back to work or just knowing where to go for a government service, well, uh, there aren't many places that you, you can go to. Years, years ago, you could go to the council uh, you could go to uh, Citizens Advice Bureau and so on. But over the last 20 years or so, all of that has somehow uh, fizzled out. It's no longer there. No one is really sure wh where to go for help and advice. So, 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 so the eureka moment was, well, why don't I start doing something like that? You know, providing that kind of advice to people in our community, and especially around housing, because there was a, there still is a, a massive housing crisis, and helping people because that was their number one need. And so, so we set up a, a desk in our local library, Broughton Library, uh, and we said to people, look, uh, every Tuesday afternoon from two to three, you can come and see me and, and, and I'll see what I can do for you. You know, if you need, you know, if you need contacts in, in the council, we'll, we'll do that for you. If you need help with forms, we'll do that for you. And, and the council was very keen. Manchester City Council, I remember, they sat down with me and said, look, we'll help you do this. Please, you know, give us, give us a hand because, because we're struggling ourselves. We, you know, we can't get to the people that we want to get to. And there's no one out there. There's only Citizens Advice Bureau, but it's it's not enough. And then you know you, you try and get to someone on the phone, and, and and you're completely frustrated, and you can't get anywhere. So so that was the first reason. And then we thought, okay, this is working. We're, we're helping a few people, but wouldn't it be wonderful if we did a bit more of this? And at the time, I was doing other things elsewhere. But I could see the potential in what I was doing here. It was just an hour a week. And yet I could see the potential. I mean, we, we even got a few people together in a, in, a, in a classroom type environment and we did a discussion and we asked them you know, about their needs and they started talking to us. And, and, and then the next thing we had a, a feedback form. That's, that's for another story. Going back to the, uh, the, to the light bulb moment and you know, how many and in the committees and everything else. But, uh, but what, what we're trying to say here is that at that very stage, um, somehow through whatever it was, um, I met up with, with Rob, not physically, but through, through the internet. And we started to, to talk about, you know, sort of uh, uh, asking, uh, uh, asking fundraisers, uh, the National Lottery and, and others, if they if they wanted to become a stakeholder in what we did, and uh, I, I think you know we weren't successful the first time, or, or or we asked someone else, but eventually eventually they came along and said, 
we like your idea. We like your idea and we're going to back you up and just tell us a little bit more of what you want to do. So, so this is the first time we're confronted with a, an organized way of, of, of doing charitable work and of offering a service to the community. <laughs> and they asked, they asked questions, how many people do you think you can reach? And that was the first time I heard that. I never really thought about that. And, and so we had to think seriously about, you know, the, the, the potential reach. Uh, and, you know, not, 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 we no longer thought in terms of one, two, three people. We were thinking in terms of tens of people that we could reach. Um, wonderful. And, and what else, you know, they, they, they asked things like, how many, precisely how many hours are you going to spend doing this? So we had to get organized and figure out the hours and, and who's going to do what and how many people. I'm going to cut the story short there and, and say from nothing, it became something. And we had to think of the name. I think we had another name before that beforehand and we changed it to the JC Foundation. And, and, and then, and then the, the, uh, the COVID happened. So, uh, you know, everyone, if you, if, you, if you cast your mind back to, to that particular time around the uh, uh, 2020, uh, everyone was minding their own business in that particular January, February, and there we are, the next thing we're all in, and uh, no, no, no one knew where, what the future uh, held. So, so then we, you know, we thought people were saying to us, well, look, can, can you help? Can you help? You know, we've got, men, we've got health issues. We've got mental health issues. People are isolated. Um, how, how can you help us? So very quickly, we, we organized an emergency committee. We sat down and we said, what is our priority? And our priority was to offer a mental health service to people who were struggling and to also offer as much, and that was a valuable commodity, as much information as we could very quickly to the whole community and the locality where we were, because there was so much uncertainty, there was so much confusion and we provided clarity and we provided simplicity. Again, um, all of this, we, we, you know, we needed, to, we needed to fund. So, you know, people noticed what we were doing. We asked them to, 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 to come on board with us and we weren't scared to say to them, look, if you would like to help us in any way you can, but we will reciprocate. If you do help us, we will, we will offer you some of our, uh, some of our channels for your own uh, work and so on. And a lot of people did uh, 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 come forward and became partners and stakeholders and funders. And more importantly, um, we were very lucky in that we were able to, to harness the, uh, the social provision, the local social provision, especially here in Salford and in Greater Manchester, and to convince them, uh, but it wasn't easy. Um, Forever Manchester was, was a case in point. I, I think we had to apply five, six times. And each time we had to sort of uh, up our game uh, and, and be more professional than the time before. 
And that led us eventually, that led us eventually to seriously consider becoming a CIC. For those of you who don't know what a CIC is, it's a community interest company. And to my, in, in my opinion, that is the best vehicle for someone who wants to get into the charitable work without having the real, the, 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 the strict constraints that you would have by being a charity because, because the, the um, commissioning body and, and the uh, regulatory body for charities is much more strict than that of a more or less limited company, which is uh, the, the CIC. But you still are classed as not-for-profit. And if you do happen to make any uh, marketing or any trading, uh, then as long as you promise to bring it back into into the, the, the social side of what you do, then it's perfectly fine. So we did uh, become a, a CIC, I think it was in last year some, some, somehow, uh, June, July of last year. And around about that time, um, we, we were becoming noticed as the go-to place for provision of services, whether it's health services and, and, and uh, mental health services, or simply for handing out food, handing out iPads, handing out advice uh, and reassurance to members of our own community and others, and, uh, and, and talking to the relevant people. That's very important to create networks like this one here tonight, um, where you're talking to a number of people um, who then, you know, become uh, uh, advocates for what you do, and you also become an advocate for them. Uh, much easier to spread the word that way. Um, we've been building a social network for over 10 years for various reasons that I will not go into. But that came in very handy when all of a sudden we could no longer meet face to face so, so we all went online and my advice is, if, you, if you're thinking of online participation, the website is good because that's, that, that's your shop window. But having a social platform is even better and just one social platform that you concentrate on. I mean, I hear people saying, well, you know, we've got, a, you know, we've got Facebook, we've got Twitter, we've got Instagram, we've got... The message is so diluted that you're not making an impact on, on any of them. But if you just choose one and you say, okay, I'm on Facebook and that's all I do, then, then that will give you time and space to do other things besides social media. Because as you know, it can take your whole time doing just that. But it's very rewarding. So for instance, if you're on Twitter and you know, you've got big following, then all you have to do is just keep feeding it uh, on, on a daily basis and all your followers uh, are then uh, um, informed of, of, of where you are. Uh, and, the, and the key word there is on a regular basis. So, you know, some people say, well, yes, I'm on Facebook, but when was the last time you were on it? Three months ago. And people could, cannot remember you. Unless you're on it on a daily basis, they will not engage with you. And, and don't be disheartened if they don't respond straight away, just keep going. Um, and, and, uh, and eventually following these really simple rules, 
we, we then managed to create a, a communication channel there that can reach upwards of 90,000 people at the moment, and it's still growing. And it's still growing because of the networks that we can we can cascade down to. We've got our own group that has 600 people. You know, we add one person, two people a day, and then we've got public page and so on and so forth. But as I said, ask me about Twitter, and, and I'm not so big on Twitter. Why? Because we're only concentrating on one on one channel. Um, and 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 some people might be the reverse. They they, they might be big on Twitter, but don't touch Facebook. By the way, Facebook is for people who are of a certain generation, friends, Twitter is for people who are younger and adversaries. You want to engage with a bit of a fight there. And Instagram, it, it's, it's for influencers. Um, so, so that's, that's how, how we, but that, that doesn't actually bring in any, uh, any funding. What it does, it gives you more of an exposure. And and it keeps you alive in the in in the psyche of others, and also it gives you a bit a bit of a, a bit of leverage when when you know when you, when you're asking for 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 funding because then you can say well look this is what we already do and and when people look at that they can see that it's alive alive and well so consequently we were very lucky again last year and. And people said to us, "What well, can you help with, with employment? And we just happened to talk to the, uh, uh, to the social fund, the European social fund, and they were looking for people to, to, to work with them. So that was difficult because uh, uh, I don't know, some, perhaps some of you have, uh, uh, have been involved in that as well, because they were very precise in what they wanted to do, not like some other funders. Uh, some other funders are not so strict on how strict on how how their their money is spent. You know, you can they have a little bit of leeway, but others want you to do it exactly the way they they ask for it. So you have to to account for everything, and you have to give them interim reports and so on and so forth. So it becomes a little bit more of a rather than you know, it doesn't give you much in terms of of leeway or creativity. So bear that in mind and. When you're applying for these funds, whether they require interim reporting or whether they require strict adherence to their to their method of doing things, um, to their restricted uh, um, um, re restricted uh, permissions. Um, but you know, in the meanwhile, all these other smaller uh, local uh, authority. Um, um, voluntary sector type organizations uh, started to to realize that we were there and the work that we were doing and and you know they, they, were, they were very keen they were very keen to, to to work with us and and some of things some of the things that you know that we, we, we're involved in currently just to give you a flavor of where we are um, okay so so now you know the, the way we work is we look at a very simple idea, the simpler the better. And the idea is, as you can see there, it's called the big hello, giving it a name, and it's about people who are isolated. So we're asking them, so we're asking volunteers and the members, members of the public to do just one thing. If you see someone in your contacts that you've not heard of for a while, get in touch with them. And the way you get, you get in touch with them can be by picking up the phone, or if you don't want to do that, texting them, 
or emailing them, whichever way is the easiest. It doesn't have to be war and peace. You're just saying, hello, are you okay? You get a response back, that's it. It's done. You've, 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 you've accomplished your mission. And that is the idea of, of, of everything that we do around this. Now, this is simple, right? This is simple. But again, it's going back to the light bulb. When, when you analyze it and you look at it a little bit more, you can see that it has legs. You know, so, so, then, so then we need we need one or two volunteers. So we're looking for volunteers to do that. Does anybody want to volunteer and pick up the phone? We can talk to you. You know, anyone, we can give you the kit. We can, we can talk to you how to do it best in the way that we did it, a way that works. And then, you know, people ask, well, who, who do I get in, in touch with? Anyone that you know, it could be people from, you don't have to, to come, you know, to, to our database. You can do it, start with people around your, your small vicinity, family, friends, and do it that way. And, and as you can see, you know, we sort of, we're beginning small, but we're branching out. We're branching out and we get getting more and more involved. And before you know it, you know, we've got 10 volunteers, some of them are on the phone. Some of them are ringing uh, places of worship. Some of them are ringing uh, uh, care homes and so on and so forth and talking to and talking to people. And all they're doing is just saying, are you okay? And then the next stage will be, is there anything that you need? And so on. Uh, and, and can we help you with anything? Can we help you with your shopping or whatever it is? And, and that, is, that is how it works. Um, and as you can see, funders... Uh, would not hesitate to, to, to lend you a hand if, if you can show that, A, you know what you're doing, better that you're, you know, you're working with someone like, like ourselves, you know, who's, who, who, who can take you by the hand and, and, and move you forward. We've done this, we've done it successfully. And, and C, you know, you can demonstrate. I mean, the, the other thing is, before I move on to the next example, the other thing is, and I know this has happened to a, to a lot of friends of mine who their heart is in the right place. They want to do something for the community. They want to do something for charity. And, uh, you know, they're, 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 they've got ambitions and they, you know, they want to do a coffee morning here and they want to do uh, a raffle afternoon there. They've got the idea. The idea is to get everybody together and get kids and a picnic and all that. And they start planning and they really do, I, I feel sorry for them because they're working day and night and they're, they're so enthralled. And then, and then the whole thing flops. On the day, nobody turns up. There's nothing happening there. And then so, so, so the heart sinks and, and they just give up altogether. What we say is that th that is the moment, that is the moment when it starts, it's day one. That is the moment when you pick yourself up, have a good laugh, have a good laugh, because we've all been there. <laughs> there isn't a single person on this earth who has not been there. So, um, you know, as, 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 uh, uh, as that happens, that is a blessing in disguise because it says, really, this is day one. You treat it as day one. So, you know, so you look at all sorts, you know, you look at uh, perhaps doing it on a smaller scale, you look at, uh, you know, just getting a few people together, 
and and whatever it is, what you want, the idea is you want a small success. That's all you want. You just small success, and you just remember that small success, and you build on it, and repeat it because you know it worked, and then repeat it, and until until you're more confident, because you know you, you see the guys, you see the professionals. And they're there, and they make it look like really. They make it look like a walk in the park. Five, they've got five hundred people in there, and everybody's happy. And they've got dignitaries. And how on earth have they done that? Well, they, they've started somewhere. So, so that's that's the idea of that one. Um, other things that we looked at, other things that we looked at, and we're working on at the moment, is this idea of a garden for peace. Uh, this is a concept of a space and anyone who's interested from, from tonight's network and wants to get involved with us we will provide the kit, we will provide the, the, the know-how for this. This is proving to be very popular. We, we've, uh, um, uh, we, we've talked to people about it and, and looked at the optimum way to actually get this off the ground. And 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 we're there, and we'll, we'll, we'll work with you uh, to to make it a success as well. So uh, this is happening on the 29th of. Uh, I'm, I'm divulging this for the first time here on the 29th of August. So watch this space. Uh, we'll have something good, and in in, in Manchester, um, with local partners. And, and the idea is, is to have, as I said, to have a space for people to come in and just acknowledge, uh, to acknowledge that peace, light, and to acknowledge the community. Um, again, it started off with a very simple idea of combining, uh, um, combining light and, and combining uh, being green and saving the environment with where we are in terms of in terms of uh, uh, of the pandemic and uh, and and being always at the right place at the right time because right now I mean in the big scheme of things we're coming after the pandemic we're in that we're in pandemonium if you, if you want nobody knows what's happening are, are we in are we out you know are, are we safe out there we go out and we don't like it, it's too hot. So, so there is that, that feeling of, so, so we're bringing in something that is peaceful and quiet, but it's outside. So, and, and we take it, you know, wherever people are, we're there. We don't try and impose uh, uh, initiatives on people that, that, you know, that they don't want because they will vote with their feet. Nobody would turn up, if, you know, if it's a, a lecture that uh, doesn't interest them or if it's an event that doesn't interest them, they, they will not turn up. And um, certainly let's pay for anything. Nobody wants to pay for anything these days, unless, unless it's very important. And then you know, they, they will come forward and say, we would like to make extra donations for you, for the work, for the work that you, you do. And then you've got, people, you've got people queuing up for it. And, and so we're always looking for ways we're always looking for ways to improve on what we do. We've got, we've got our first set of accounts. It's out there with the uh, uh, being published. Um, we've got 
lawyers, we work with, with, with yourselves as, as part of a network, and we're very lucky for that. Uh, uh, and we're listening to, to what more we can do to improve ourselves and improve the lives of others. And uh, we're always looking for ways to, to, to raise funds because at the end of the day, you know, if we can't provide the, uh, the subscriptions for, for, for the internet and we can't provide the, um, the posters and we can't provide the, the flowers or whatever it is, then we won't be able to do anything at all for the benefit of the community. And on top of everything that we do, on top of the, all the, 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 the grants and everything else that, that we, we're, we look at, we're always looking for ways to um, bring funding in-house. So again, this is something, if anyone is interested to work with us on this and, and uh, with a view to getting a, uh, a small portion of, of, of the proceeds from, from this endeavor, please get in touch with me and, and we'll take it forward. And the idea is very simple. This is a, our own lottery. We were lucky to get a, a license for it. And uh, the, the, the jackpot is 10,000 pounds. And we call it the foundation lottery after the name of our foundation. And uh, people can go to a website and it's run every, every Friday. Uh, and, 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 and people can then have a chance, two things. They can have a chance to win £10,000 as a first prize. I think the second prize is uh, um, £200 and then it goes down to £10. But also they have a chance to participate in something bigger than all of us, and that is some of that money going back into the community in terms of smaller grants that, that we're able to that we're able to uh, to give out to others. It works in the same in the same way as the national lottery, as and as any other lottery or any other raffle. Um, I'm going to leave it there. There's a lot more that we could say. Uh, about the JC Foundation and and what we do and uh, uh, you know the number of people that uh, have joined us either as volunteers or, or paid staff. We've got a new CEO now and so on. But um, um, I'll, I'll leave I'll leave all that to to another time and uh, and and give you a chance to. I don't, I don't want to waffle on for too long. <laughs> give you a chance to to ask me any questions that you have. Or is that okay, Rob? Yeah, that's 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 perfect. Thank you, Jay. I I know we've been working together for quite some time. But, <laughs> you know, when you when you listen to to what what you have done and where you've come from and how it's, um, I, I I have a lot of conversations with people, especially when they're at the startup stage, about putting their community front and center, and then reacting and helping the community with the best way they think. And I think your your story of 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 putting your community front and center and then reacting to its needs, especially, you know, you were one of six or seven people when the pandemic hit last year, where it was currently right, gosh, we need to mobilize very quickly in a completely different way than we've ever done before. Um, and the way that you guys went about it and, and all the other social organizations that just mobilized overnight in their community was, pretty breathtaking really to watch from a distance um 
um, but 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 not just rising to that occasion, building on it as well, and 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 letting it drive your your future ambitions. So, yeah, I mean, I know the story, and I still feel quite humble <laughs> listening to it. So, um, but anyway, I know Jay, and I know what he's done. Is has anybody got any questions that they would like to to challenge the man on? Yeah, Jay, it's first in there as usual. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, just wanted to say um, congratulations, Jay. Yeah, amazing story. And um, it's, it's really good to hear about the work that you're doing in your community. It's really inspiring as well. Um, so just well done on that. Um, I just wanted to ask, um, what was one of the biggest challenges that you faced um, during your journey? Okay. Uh, thank, thank you for that, Jay, for your, uh, um, for your input and, and encouragement. Uh, the challenges are many. Um, <laughs> Uh, every day, every day is a challenge. And, um, but I would say the biggest challenge is what, when, you, when you face a setback, when you face a setback and that setback can be, you know, it can be, um, I think, you know, I touched on it earlier on, but I, I would explain that that setback can be financial, it can be social, it can be professional, it can be physical, any setback, any, anything negative. So you, you wake up in the morning and you're full of, you know, admiration for the world and you're positive, you're smiling, I will achieve my goals, whatever the goals are, three goals a day and you're done. But life sometimes has other ideas for you, you know, that, that uh, bank uh, transfer that you wanted to happen didn't happen. Uh, you know, that uh, application that you sent for came back negative. Uh, that election that you put yourself forward for didn't work out. Uh, that person that you were relying upon as your guest speaker can't make it. The equipment falls. Um, you, you have an event, no one turns up. Okay, so these are challenges. These are challenges, and and that is that is where the that is where the resilience come, comes in. And and my, my biggest challenge, my biggest challenge is to always be positive about everything. That is my biggest challenge, um, I, I, and I know that I have to practice it every day, every day. It, it doesn't it doesn't come naturally because uh, unless I do that, but my biggest challenge is that. Is is you know letting the negativity into what I do, because then then there is no end to it. Yeah. Don't know whether whether yeah, I've answered the question. Really, really good advice, Jay. Thank you. Yeah, really, really. Good advice. I, I I think that's is just a really good point, Jay. Is the fact you know that. I, I have the conversation with people about self-care, especially if they're feeling an emotional and run down, is if you don't protect yourself as the CEO and make sure that you're, like you say, you are positive and, and, and resilient, there's so many people rely on you, be it staff or volunteers, but, but also the community, mm. you know, and it's tough, it's very hard for you to be there on it every day you know I, I frequently have dips as well doing what i do 
but I know that I need to pick myself next time I speak to someone because they're going to be looking for me for, for, for that inspiration to, to keep going as well. So, yeah, it's probably one of the best answers. Yeah, yeah, really good answer. Really good. Really so good. thank you. Thank you, Jay. Much appreciated. Much appreciated. Thank cool. Has anyone got any other questions? Yeah, um, can I ask a question, please? Hi, yes. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I'm sorry if you can hear background noise. Um, my neighbour's deciding to blast his music. Yes, um, right. So if you can hear some music in the background. Okay, yeah, oh, you're fine. <laughs> um, yeah, I just wanted to ask, like, um, yeah, that was really inspiring. I guess I took a lot of notes. I was writing away um, of what you were saying. I was going to say, what was the transition time that you actually started to see things developing? Because you know, sometimes a lot of us can be working at this and it's just like, okay, when is it going to all come together? Like, because sometimes, you know, like in business, there's, how can I say, it's like things just happen quickly. And sometimes with this whole, when you're not familiar with this whole structure with the CIC, it, it, you can get frustrated that things aren't developing and you can get really hard on yourself because it's not um conventional like normal business there's a lot more different structures that you have to think about and implement within the whole business so what's the time frame when you actually began to see like progress because sometimes mm -hmm. we can be a bit hard on ourselves and it'd be good to kind of to see how far you've got to see in what time scale that is so it could be like okay um you know if you get what i mean <laughs> yeah 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 I, I do that's a very good question thank you thank you for that because as you were saying that, I was thinking, you know, when I was in business, and, and I still do a little bit of business as well, you know, sort of uh, selling things and, and, and so on. Um, you know, then, then we used to say, if you want to go in, in, into business, you know, if you want to go, I don't know, if you want to go self-employed, um, in terms of timescales, you've got to have enough money to live on for three months. That's what we used to tell people about 10 years ago. You know, that's, that's what you need at least three months to six months to be able to live on uh, before you can start to see some returns. This is, this is different. This is, and I'll tell you why this is different. This is different because, because this is almost like it's, it, it's, it, people consider it as, as work, but it's not, it's charitable work. And, and mm. the, word, the word volunteer always comes to mind. And volunteers and payment and money, somehow people think you live on fresh air, you know, that you don't need any money. They just want you to do the work, but you don't need to be compensated yourself for anything. But you're right, especially if you take on the extra responsibilities of getting a, a, you know, a, a legal structure such as a CIC, and suddenly, you know, you're getting letters from HMRC and what have you. This is becoming serious, right? This is becoming serious. What do I do? I mean, you know, I need to see something happening here. Well, what I still say there is treat all of this as if it's still, as if it's still a hobby. Because you started it as a hobby. You know, you started all of this as a hobby, doing it when you had a, a spare five minutes. And, and keep that, that spirits of this is a hobby alive okay there's a little bit there's a need for a little bit of a structure well i don't know i mean you give it a when is the best time that you work do you work better in the mornings or wherever you've got an hour so you say okay i'm going to devote one two hours a day where i'm going to keep my structures 
as they should be. So, so the what what you're thinking there is if anybody asks me for anything, I'm able to provide the, the, uh, the documentation that they need, okay? To the best of my knowledge, if I don't know what they're looking for at that stage, I can't do it, but I will find a way of doing it. So, and, and you will find that at the beginning, there isn't much happening, you know, but as you, as you progress, then, you know, you will realize that certain things that they will ask for on a regular basis. So you would know before the, they ask for them, that they will be there. Now, uh, I would say, you know, in terms of time frames, from, from the moment you set up the CIC, then you're looking to make sure that you've got the funds in place for you to be able to do this. But, and, and the funds can come any, any time. And if they don't come, don't despair, keep going, keep looking for them, because as soon as they come, you're in business. You know, they can come within a day or they can come within a week. Mm. After three months, you're in business. And then, you know, you, you, what you spend in the rest of your time, just providing the service. And you're also thinking about the next installment and that's how it works. So, you know, so how, you know, uh, how you, you define that, 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 that time is up to you. You can just see it as a, as a hobby. Okay, you know, I'm doing my best to get this thing, you know, off the ground. But as soon as you start getting those little sums, and little sums are okay, 500 pounds here, 600, they keep you going. As soon as those are coming in, and that's good. You know, that is good. That's your time frame. And that, and, and that I'm really surprised because sometimes, you know, the turnaround can be, can be weeks. But then, you know, then again, sometimes you have to wait a little bit longer. Sometimes you don't hear anything. And, and so you keep going. You just keep going, and just at that moment when you start to give up hope, miracles do happen. You, you know the, the the application comes through, and 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 that's what keeps all of us keeps all of us um, uh, working towards that that particular lofty goal of helping others. Um, and and don't be afraid to ask around. You know if anyone wants to contribute to that, but there are no, you know, there are no hard and fast time frames. As soon as you decide to, this is a lifestyle, you know, make sure that you've, you know, that you're always capable of looking after yourself. If that thing wasn't there, you know, don't put all your eggs in one basket um, and think, oh, okay, this is now going to be my nine to five job. And somehow, you know, it's just going to happen. No, I always think, well, okay, you know, if everything was to fall tomorrow, I'm, I'm, I'm still okay. I'm, still, I'm still fine, and and that way, you know, some some guys um, keep a reserve of a certain amount uh, just in case, but um, in terms of time frames, I don't think, unless someone can correct me, I don't think you, you can put um you, you can put a time frame on it. I hope I've answered your question. No, you have thoroughly, thoroughly. Yeah, thank you so much. Okay. Cool. Has anyone else got any other questions? If not, I'll I'll give you a chance to spend a bit more time with each other. No other questions? Can I, can I ask one, Rob? Oh, yeah. Go on then, Gary. My question is not really... Um, sorry. Hi, Jay. I'm Gary. Hi, um, Rob, Hi Gary. Co-founder. I'm sure you know my name, but we've not got to I speak do. yet. I do. Um, I was quite interested in your uh, piece 
garden. Um, and uh, I wish you all the best with that. Um, I, I don't know what you know about me, but my um, the reason I picked up on that is because it's very uh, relatable to what I'm doing here. But I just wondered, um, and, you know, I love the idea of a garden in terms of well-being and peacefulness and um, that kind of thing, because that's what my garden um, is for me. But my garden, I don't get involved, other than a few flowers, I don't get involved in anything that you can't eat. Everything has to be edible. Um, so I just wondered um, with the challenge we have at the moment, um, whether you'd thought about more uh, sort of community in terms of your gardens, but more, more stuff that's edible um, in that garden or community led gardens where people can also find peace and escape and, um, you know, well-being. I'm just, I guess I'm, I'm kind of asking a question and throwing a challenge at the same time. Yes, so, so, so thank you for that, Gary. I'm, I'm sure we will get in, we will get some shots together. Uh, I, I will put my uh, my email in the chat, but you probably have it already, and then we can take we, we can talk about this uh, further, the practicalities of it. But uh, I, I, I like you, I like your idea, and um, do you know I'm 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 going to share something with you now. Uh, as soon as uh, we started getting involved in in the in the project and you know the the, the garden of peace um we had so many offers um from the local park um whereby uh we've got a big concert that's, that's happening um soon in 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 heaton park uh called park life and the people that um are involved in it um, did a consultation with the community about the noise and everything else and, uh, and the manager of the park was there and we started to talk networking and um, she, she was very keen for us to you know to do something there with our project you know sort of the, uh, the the garden of peace but others have talked to me about allotments and that they had allotments in the area and uh, as far as far as, as Wales and and you know Norfolk and places, so yes, um, you know we're we're open to it and we 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 can discuss it. I mean, you know, sort of the the uh, the initial one, we thought about something around. What would you have in a garden? You know, would you have trees? Would you have trellises? Would you have flowers? That kind of thing, and it's an environment, but. Other than that, there's nothing specific, and uh, and why not? I mean, we were even talking about, you know, one of the local shops on the day because they used to do that before the pandemic. They used to put fruit, a fruit bowl for people to walk in, and it was free. And we thought, why not revive that? Even better, why not incorporate something like that in in the garden? So. Uh, Absolutely, one hundred percent. There, I agree with you. And as I said, I would put I would put the details there, and we'll, we can we can we can look at that further. We're always open. Right. To, we're always open to ideas. Cool. Sorry, Jay. Did you have another question that you wanted to ask? Yeah, I just I just wanted to ask Jay um, regarding the um, lottery that you 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 started. Um, yeah, pure genius. How how was that set up? But okay, so, so so the lottery again. Um, 
I, I would put my, uh, my my details there, and and you know if anyone wants to, um, uh, anyone wants to sort of um, get in touch, please please do, and we we can, you know we can we can look at this uh, uh, more closely, but um, the, the the lottery. I mean you know we we're, look, we're always looking for ways. We're always looking for ways to um, to. You know to fundraise and and as you know in, and Rob knows one of the ways is is, is straightforward grants and and, and 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 donations and what have you. But there are other ways to do that and uh, uh, selling raffle tickets and so we started to look at uh, uh, something a little bit outside the box and uh, through connections that we had. Um, we were offered a license for for, for the lottery. Um, it, it took us a while, and, and we had to sort of go through the, the whole uh, regulatory uh, approval and so on, um, because you know we're now advertising on Facebook. Because you can't advertise anything like that unless you know unless it, it, it has been authorized, and that's the first thing they ask for. So. So what we started to do once it's it's out there and and it's a proper lottery as I said it uh, it's the last not it's the postcode lottery it's exactly the same. So what we, we started to say to our to our stakeholders is that we will work with you um, together. We will find a way for um, for any uh, any funds that come our, our way, you know, to to to, to come to you, um, and and then. You know that way we know, because we want to make sure that a percentage of the revenue that we have through the lottery certainly goes straight back. You know, after costs, goes yeah. straight back into the community. So you know, as I said, I've got you've got my details there, <clears throat> and it's just working out a way of, of doing that. Um, it's it's very very easy to sort of for people to sign up to it. Um, um, and it's uh, guaranteed by, you know, banks and direct debit and that kind of thing. It's all, you know, sort of, uh, yeah. oh. it's, it's, it's the works basically, you know, it, yeah, everything that, um, I, I'm, because we can't really, you know, for something like that, we have to be, um, we have to be uh, there with the regulatory bodies and, and so on. And that is, you know, the way I've seen it done, and that is the way we're taking it forward, is, okay, so there's someone like ourselves who's, who's there, who's done that. So, and, and to be honest with you, it is expensive um, because, of a, you know, as you can see from what, what you see there, it's a very simple version of it. It's capable of a lot more than that. It's capable of more games and different games, a lotto and... And we've got all of that, and we're just starting with the simplest game. So rather than having, you know, I know that a lot of people will, you know, it's it's beyond beyond their means. But what we can do is work together, with, and that's what we're offering our stakeholders to work together and, and find a way um, to return some of those funds to to anyone who wants it and who needs it. Oh, brilliant, brilliant! Thank you for sharing okay. that, Jay. Much appreciated. Okay. 
Right, um, I'm I'm conscious of the time now, so we, we normally finish at eight. Um, if 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 you would like to stay, I'm happy. Um, if you want to stay to facilitate some breakout rooms, if you've got want a chance to to meet some of the other members, if it's sort of your hour and you need to to, to shoot off, by all means, that's that's, that's no problem at all. Um, I wanted to give Jay as much time as I could this evening um, to to share his story. So. Um, is there anyone who needs to get off or would like to get off? And it is completely optional in terms of, of staying or is I, we'll probably only do another sort of 10, 15 minutes. So we won't be here for ages, but anyone needs I'll, to get off? I'll have to get off, Rob. I've got another commitment. Yeah, no, that's fine, Gary. It was good to see you. Anyway. Yeah, cheers. Thanks, everyone. Cool. Right. OK, well, what I'll do then is I'll... Um, Drop you into some breakout rooms. Um, uh, oh, I've lost Lenique now. Lenique on Lenique. Oh, how does that work? Rush, got there in the end. Apologies for that. Right. Oh, well, uh, I'll give you about 10 minutes and then we'll we'll come back and we'll close. So we're not we're not too late. But um uh, hopefully that will help. Right, I'll see you all shortly.